0: Dark outside in the morning. Damn, I'm so ready for spring already. Guess I'll have to be patient for a little while longer. So let's time travel to September 2063, shall we? Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Connection Revealed, Part. 10. September 21st, 2063. San Francisco. Fire Blue Territory. North American Province. 1.20 a.m. local time. Louise's eyes widened. Shit. Elle had left a few minutes ago. Louise was still in bed, trying to hold back tears. She had been so preoccupied with Elle leaving that she had forgotten entirely about her job. And, more importantly, her team. She jumped out of bed, muttering to herself, What the fuck is wrong with me? Her team had safely arrived at the border late last night. Louise had checked in with them on the terminal in Elle's office. She had felt reassured that things were as safe as they were going to get and had gone back to bed. She couldn't believe it had taken her so long to connect the dots. Her brain must have been very foggy when Elle woke her because the team's safety was usually all she could think about during a mission. Louise raced into the bathroom, finding her clothes jumbled together on a chair in the corner. She put on her sweater and jeans in less than a minute. A quick glance in the mirror told her she looked exactly as she felt, like a hot mess. It didn't matter. Louise practically ran out of the room. She doubted she'd be in time to catch Al, but she had to try. When she arrived at the bottom of the staircase, still barefoot, the security guard was quick to meet her. Everything okay, ma'am? She asked, slightly startled by Louise's appearance. Has Al already left? Louise asked. Excuse me, ma'am? Louise pointed in the general direction of the outdoor gate. Has the president left? Oh, yes, ma'am. The guard nodded. Shit. Louise cursed. Is there a problem, ma'am? Yes, clearly. Louise snapped back, then regretted it. I mean, she didn't know what to say, so she just added, Thank you. She ran a hand through her unruly hair and looked around the large hallway. Her eyes fell on the door to Al's office. She started to make her way over there. She would check for updates about her team on Al's terminal like last night. That's locked, ma'am, the guard said from the other side of the hallway. Louise spun around. What? Why? She realized it was an odd question. It was perfectly normal for the president's office to be inaccessible to anyone. Except, Elle rarely locked her office. She kept all confidential paperwork inside a safe, so there was no need. The guard looked regretful when she said, I can't share that information with you, ma'am. Louise huffed in annoyance. Are you kidding me? I'm sorry, ma'am, the guard replied quietly. Louise regretted her impatient response again. None of this was the guard's fault. Elle had been called out of bed in the middle of the night. Clearly, heightened security would have been activated. Something big was going on. I need to find out if my team is okay, Louise pleaded. Is there another secure terminal I can use? Maybe the one in your office? The guard's eyebrows dropped. I'm sorry, ma'am, but... I can't allow that. Louise's nostrils flared, but she managed to keep her frustration to herself this time. She looked around the hallway again, thinking. Sometimes she did miss the hyper-connected world she had fled from. Now was definitely one of those times. Am I allowed to leave the building? She asked the guard. Um, the guard hesitated. Yes, ma'am. All right, Louise said, making up her mind instantly. I am leaving then. Okay, ma'am. I will let the team at the gate know, the guard offered. Louise was already back on the stairs. Thanks. She jogged back into the bedroom, her mind racing. Wouldn't Al have told Louise if something had happened to her team? Al could have left for a different reason. The situation could have absolutely nothing to do with Louise's team. But Louise's gut told her this wasn't true. She also felt Elle would have shared something if Louise's team had been harmed. Elle knew how important these people were to Louise. She'd have told me, Louise whispered to herself. She would have calmed down. Louise found her socks near the bed. She carried them into the bathroom and undressed again. She didn't have time for a shower. She freshened up a bit before getting clean clothes from her closet and getting fully dressed her heart was still thumping in her chest. If the chip that had monitored her health for most of her life had still been activated, it would have probably sent out quite a few warnings right about now, Louise thought. The guard was nowhere to be seen when Louise walked back downstairs. Louise figured she had returned to her office, monitoring everything from there. Louise made her way out of the presidential residence and walked to her car not long after she was on the road to her office. It would take her a while to get there, especially in the dark. She felt slightly less worried, but still drove faster than she should have. She didn't turn on the radio. September 21st, 2063. Region 6 of the American Desert New Mexico, North American Province. 120 AM local time. <laughs> How can we still not have a connection? Michelle asked. I don't know, Turner replied without looking up from the pod's terminal. You said it should get better near the measurement station, Michelle said, pacing around the pod. No, the scientist answered. I said I was hoping it would. But you are wrong, Michelle sighed. I don't know, Turner said again. What do you know? Michelle snapped, now hovering over Turner. Turner slowly looked up. You can't intimidate me into fixing this, you know. Michelle placed her hands on the control panel. So you can fix this? I don't. Turner started to say. Right, you don't know, Michelle said, nearly spitting out the words. Turner jumped up. Look, if you want to take my seat and try it, go right ahead. Michelle bristled. You know damn well this is not my expertise. Exactly. Your expertise is bossing people around. Turner countered, fired up. But that's not going to get us to safety, is it? Damn this woman, Michelle thought. She rarely ran into someone who didn't cower around her. Turner's feistiness was both refreshing and highly annoying. Michelle would have to learn to take a different approach around this woman. She stepped away without a word. Turner huffed. That's what I thought. Michelle clenched her jaw, but still didn't say anything. She sat down at the back of the pod... She would try to come up with a plan in case Turner couldn't get a connection. For now, they had stopped the pod. There were several serious issues to consider. The most urgent was that they didn't have weather or map updates. This left them vulnerable to sudden weather changes. It would also be better to control the pod manually from now on. The desert could change quickly, and the automatic pilot relied on a constant stream of satellite data to navigate. These challenges made aborting the mission and traveling back to the base during the night quite risky. There was no way to let the base know where they were if they needed backup. Still, Michelle thought this was their best option. If they continued to travel to the next measurement station, they might be able to send an alert to the base from there, but they had even less of an idea of who or what they would run into on their way over there. A final option was to stay put until dawn and then navigate back to the base. They'd lose a lot of time and energy, though. They'd also be sitting ducks for quite a bit of hours. (sighs) Okay, I think we need to start talking about Plan B, Turner sighed, leaning back in her chair. I can't get the connection back. Michelle stopped herself from saying, Way ahead of you, already working on it. Instead... She nodded. I see three options, but I'd like to hear your thoughts first. Turner raised a skeptical eyebrow. You have been out in the desert more often than I have, Michelle said grudgingly. I say we keep going, Turner said, tucking her hands in her pockets. Even if we don't have a connection at the measurement station, we can still download the data and return to the base in the morning. But the autopilot... Michelle started to say. We'll be fine for a while, Turner interrupted her. It should still get us to the next measurement station. We're not that far. Tomorrow morning, we'll let it guide us back to where we lost connection and take it from there. All right, Michelle said slowly. I'm assuming staying put wouldn't help as much. I guess we definitely wouldn't crash into something, Turner said jokingly. Michelle glared back at her. We'd spent lots of energy and not get anything in return, yeah, Turner said more seriously. Same problem if we return now. We'd have come this far, only to return empty-handed. You have the data from the first measurement station, Michelle offered. Won't that be of help? It's not enough, Turner said, shaking her head. Someone will have to come down here and download the data of the other two. We're already here. We should at least try downloading the data from the nearest measurement station. It might be enough for now. I'm just worried about who or what we might run into, Michelle said. We're basically moving blindly here. We are, Turner acknowledged. So we might as well get something out of this. Making it back to the base safely is useless if we don't get that data. Michelle tilted her head. She was impressed by Turner's commitment. And the scientist did have a point. It would look bad to have headed out this far into the desert and come back empty-handed when so much was at stake. You're right, Michelle admitted. Turner's lips parted. To her credit, she stopped herself from sharing another smartass remark. Michelle smiled. See, we can work together. Turner smiled back. I guess so. Comes in handy if you want to make it home alive. Right again, Michelle choked. I might have to start taking you more seriously. Unknown vehicle detected, the pod suddenly announced. Turner spun around. What? Michelle jumped up. Is the connection back? No, Turner said. It must be the pod's own sensors. So they're close? The sensors are short range, right? Michelle asked, eyes fixed on the pod's terminal. A dot was moving toward them. Another one popped up next to it. They're very close, Turner said in alarm. Multiple unknown vehicles approaching, the pod announced. Activating defense protocol. This was part 10 of Connection Revealed. Thank you so much to everyone who helped make this episode possible. Have I mentioned there is now a TLR community on Discord? You should come check it out. I'll post the link in the show notes. You can also find it on the website. Just scroll down on the homepage. All right, that is all for this week. Thank you so much for spending time with me. It truly is a privilege. And I will see you on Discord one of these days or on this podcast channel in two weeks. Oh, I'm trying something new and I'm going to post it on the website for patrons. It's called a Sound Globe. So if you're a patron, go find it on the website soon. If you're not a patron, well you know where to go. Lesbianromantic.com support. Take good care of yourself and I will see you soon.